The West Live. The West Live with Ben O'Shea. Food poisoning is one of the most common illnesses in Australia, with an estimated 4 to 7 million cases of foodborne illness each year. The bad news is, according to the Food and Safety Information Council, cases of food poisoning rise over Christmas. Here to help you avoid it is expert in antimicrobial resistance and CEO of biotech company Lixa, Dr Maud Eichenboom. Good morning, Maud. Good morning, Ben. How are you? Yeah, good. And so nobody likes getting food poisoning, but how bad can it get? What's the worst-case scenario? Oh, my gosh, the worst-case scenario. You're really stepping on it now. Like, you, you could have blood in your stool. It could be um, full-on, and it can spread as well, um, depending on uh, what's the cause of the food poisoning. Yeah, and it's extremely contagious. Is that right? It can be very much. If it comes from a bacteria, it's, um, yeah, you've got to watch yeah, so, where you're bringing it. So you definitely don't want to bring it to the Christmas lunch table and then have your whole family go down. So you've got some recommendations to help prevent spreading airborne illness to your loved ones at Christmas. Where should people start? Uh, look, like first start, this is a, an occasion where people come together, they're multi-different generations coming together and they all have different sensitivities. So one, be aware of that. Two, watch any poultry you're using. Make sure it's cooked, like the juices run clear. Um, avoid that the food gets longer than two hours out of the fridge. So make sure it goes back into the fridge, that you have lots of space. And of course, like clean your hands, clean your spaces. Um, don't mix raw with uh, cooked, um, like they're general things that we actually grow up knowing, um, but we need to be extra careful. Yeah, sometimes I think people can play it a bit uh, fast and loose at Christmas time, like the turkey might be in the oven and everybody's getting hungry and you go, oh, I don't know if those juices are running clear or not, and you kind of take a bit of a punt on it. And so supposing you do pull the turkey out of the oven a little bit too early and you're cutting it and you do see a little bit of pink in there, is that's just a no-no. You just can't serve that at all. Uh, yeah, I would really put it back in. Put it, put it back in. I would make in. sure, yeah. yeah. I would make sure it's running clear. And in terms of the types of meat that people are cooking, um, does it make a difference if, uh, you know, you're using some, some meats that maybe have been raised with antibiotics, which is, which is a thing in the agricultural industry? Uh, yes, look, I would prefer antibiotic-free all times because uh, the antibiotics can also generate more resistant bacteria. So you might actually get yourself a bacterium that's even worse. But also you take you eat the antibiotic, so then your own bacteria are going to respond to that and then you might get uh, within your own body reactions. Yeah, right, that's a good tip. Uh, and talking about tips, does it make a difference, you know, where you source your food from? Um, because these days, you know, you go into the supermarkets and, you know, you might be, you might be looking at uh, the locally sourced prawns and crayfish. might be a bit more expensive than the stuff that's uh, frozen and, and imported from overseas. Uh, look, um, I would uh, definitely prefer local. We've got amazing produce in WA. Um, it's shorter path to actually get to your table, so it's not traveling through heat. It doesn't have to be frozen. But also there are different food standards in other countries. And they often come with pesticides, with antibiotics. Um, I would be really careful. I would prefer to, to source them locally.
Yeah, and have you got any advice for how to deal with leftovers? Because that's a big part of Christmas as well. Anything you don't get through at lunch probably hangs around in the fridge for a couple of days, comes out at lunchtime, goes back into the fridge, comes out again the next lunch, goes back into the fridge again. Absolutely. If it's um, food that's been out all day, I wouldn't keep it longer than perhaps the next morning. Like a food that, that's cold, that's been left out, Um, a few hours, let's say that. But um, if we talk about uh, food that needs to be reheated, make sure it actually gets reheated properly. And I would not keep anything for very long. You would really want to try and use it up um, because during Christmas, it's just out there on the bench. Um, You never know what's going to happen to it. Yeah, yeah, that's like I'm. I'm very, very careful when it comes to leftovers. Uh, maybe had a couple of bad experiences that I'm still traumatized from. Oh. Uh, and now here's a question for you, without notice. So I'm always fascinated by the politics around the esky. So you have a big esky full of beers, um, and the ice goes in. The ice starts to melt, and and maybe other bits and pieces end up in the esky as well. And the water by the end of the day, not looking so amazing. Um, Is that a food poisoning risk as well, if it's like on the outside of your tinnies and then you're kind of putting them up to your mouth? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I would not put the food in with the ASCII, with the drinks. Yeah, right. Okay, so there you go. And if if people stick to all of these tips, they're going to have a good chance to avoid food poisoning at Christmas, uh, which is the last thing that anybody wants. Uh, Antimicrobial resistance expert and CEO of biotech company Lixa, Dr. Maud Eichenbaum, thank you so much for sharing these important tips on The West Live. Thank you very much, Ben. You've been listening to The West Live with Ben O'Shea. If the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on thewest.com.au to deliver.